Welcome to the Mindset of Leadership podcast. I'm Ryan Lovett along with Jerry Roizentola and we've got an incredible podcast in store for you today. We can't wait to get right into it and uh, we're kicking off our first podcast here. I'm excited we're doing this uh, with what we're going to do with it and where we're going with it and uh, what are we going to be covering today? Well, you know, Ryan, I'm excited to be here as well. And as you mentioned, this is the Mindset of Leadership podcast. We're going to be doing a leadership topic every single week and how it's going to be able to apply to your life and to your business, as well as discussing how important our mindset is when it comes to developing our leadership skills. And so we're going to kick off this podcast today talking about anticipatory leadership, which uh, I think is going to be a great value uh, to everyone listening right now. I agree with that. I'm 100% on board with that. Something that has been um, a driving passion in my in my thoughts and, and what I've been going through in leadership personally is being uh, an anticipatory leader, anticipating what's ahead. And it's actually helped me quite a bit. I know it's helped you, Jerry, in what uh, what we're doing in our leadership development and how we're progressing as a leader as well. And uh, before we get into all of the details on this, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you guys have any questions regarding uh, leadership, uh, anything relating to our podcast and what we're talking about, anything we can help you as a leader, a businessman, or woman, uh, leading an organization or a team, just let us know. Email us at ryan at elevateleaders.org. We'll be answering a couple of questions as we continue on with our podcast, each and every podcast. So again, email us at ryan at elevateleaders.org with any questions you guys have. So diving right into it today, the anticipatory leader. You know, one of our goals and really the main purpose of why we exist at Elevate Leaders is to help you to get to that next level as a leader. Again, whether you are leading a team, an organization, business of your own, much of the ability to get to that next level where we want to go is found in being able to anticipate what's ahead and what's next. You see, far too many times we find ourselves frustrated because we can't break this barrier that's holding us back from reaching that next level. And if we could find a way to get past that hump, we could see the next level things taking place and shape in our life. And think about it in 2018 so far and the things that you want to accomplish this year. You know, We're a few months into this year, and I got to ask you, how are you doing with your goals? Are you on track? Uh, Are you crushing them? Are you finding yourself maybe actually just frustrated with them? Do you feel behind? Uh, These are questions just to, to stir up thoughts as you're listening to this. You know, what... What about things in your work or your business, uh, in your leadership of your organization or your teams? How are things in terms of growth so far? Um, are you, as a leader, influencing your teams and organizations in a way that fosters winning, that fosters growth? Again, just think about these things as we're going through all of this today. Uh, these are all important questions to consider. All of these factors can be solved in the way we anticipate as a leader. And let me repeat that. This is so key. All of these factors, all of these questions that I just went through can be solved in the way that we anticipate as a leader. You know, growing up, I had the opportunity to watch many, many incredible athletes. And one of them was the greatest hockey player of all time, Wayne Gretzky. One of his most famous quotes, one of my most favorite quotes with him, he said this. He said, most players skate to where the puck is. I skate to where the puck will be. 
Most players, he says, skate to where that puck is. He says, I skate to where the puck will be. And I really believe that set him up to be the greatest of all time. He was anticipating where it was going to be to put himself in a position to make that a success, whether that was scoring a goal, whether that was uh, dropping it off to somebody else to do the same. And uh, I know talking with you, Jerry, you love that quote as well. Oh, man, that happens to be one of my absolute favorite quotes. I mean, it's so true what Wayne Gretzky uh, was saying there. And I also like what you said before in regards to our goals and being on track and accomplishing big things this year. And what it really boils down to when we just really think about it, it boils down to anticipation and looking ahead, so to speak, just like Wayne Gretzky said, he's looking to where the puck will be. You know, so many times in our life, the challenge that we have is we get stuck focusing on where we are. We get stuck focusing on the challenges, on the obstacles. We start allowing the doubts and the fears to start taking over our mind. And we become so paralyzed with where we are that we fail to look ahead to where we're going. And I know from experience that our mind is going to create more of what it is that we're focused on. And so if we're constantly focused on the here and now and everything that's not going right and everything that's happening that we wish wouldn't be happening and we don't start looking ahead to where we're going and what we want to create and how we want to do that, I really believe that long term that's going to end us uh, end up costing us in the long run. Oh, it definitely will be. And you know, here's the sobering thought I, I want to throw out there for everybody. Um, it's a reality that probably many of us need to face. Uh, sometimes we don't want to go face to face with certain realities. Um, but here it is. Our strategy is constantly diminishing. Let me say that again. Our strategy that we have in place is constantly diminishing. Even now as we speak, you know, at Elevate Leaders, we have put a strategy in place for this year. Um, as we begin to develop the vision for what we want to do and accomplish, we put a strategy forth. But that strategy that we have developed just even in the recent months is already beginning to diminish. Because the lifespan of what we're doing is not going to last forever. And it's already going away. Now, that's not meant to serve as an excuse of, oh, I don't want to continue in this. I don't want to do this. It's, if it's going to diminish and fall apart eventually anyway, why would I do this? We don't want to think that way. It should serve as a catalyst to move us forward. It should stir something inside of us to know that we need to be looking ahead to where things will be anticipating them there and then being able to go after them because if we don't anticipate where we need to be and we're just focused on where we're at as leaders right now we will fall behind you know i'm involved in selling real estate and leading and coaching realtors and i've been doing this for years and one of the main objectives i have when i work with buyers is projection i want them to get into a home that will get them a good return on their investment so if it's a move-in ready home, there's no improve, improvements that are needed. I'll work on getting them a home in an area that there's a market that's improving so they can eventually get a resale on that and make a profit. You know, I also have the opportunity of working with the Desert Flippers from HGTV and they're looking for homes that need a lot of improvement. And part of my job is projecting if they can even make a profit after the remodel. And what I'm doing in these scenarios is I am anticipating 
if I don't anticipate and I just went at everything with an attitude of, oh, it should work out, oh, it might be okay, I'm going to lose a lot of those times. And eventually, I'm going to become untrustworthy as a realtor. And here's what it comes down to. As a leader, we can no longer continue to do the same things we're doing and expect things to change. That's just a reality. We're leaders. We know this. We have to learn to anticipate. We have to learn to project, to innovate. And then, then things are going to begin to change. You see, staying in the same place and doing the same things can cost us quite a bit. So here are three things I want to put at you right now. Here are three things that will happen if we continue to do the same thing that we're doing and we don't anticipate. Number one, you may want to write these down. We will outgrow our current system and it will no longer be effective. We will outgrow our current system and it no longer will be effective. Number two, we will stall out and lose ground that we've gained. If, if we don't change, if we don't anticipate what's going to happen, we will stall out and lose ground that we've gained. And that's, that's not a good thing. That's, that's a disheartening thing right there. Uh, number three, systems and things will change and leave us behind in the dark. And we're going to be left wondering what happened. So again, these three things, if we don't learn to anticipate, these, th- these three things will take place in our leadership, in our organization. Number one, we will outgrow our current system. It's no longer going to be effective. Number two, we will stall out and lose ground that we've gained. And number three, systems and things will change and leave us behind in the dark, wondering what the heck has happened here. <laughs> you know what? That That is so true, right? And those are certainly some things that we, we want and need to invo- avoid in our life and our organization. And, you know, for some of us, You know, a reality that we might need to face is the fact that we've already fallen behind because we've been reacting to things for so long and not anticipating what actually needs to happen. But see, there's no reason that we need to get discouraged because we have opportunities before us to move forward in new knowledge and leadership and make a difference in our teams and in our production. And so what if I were to tell you that you and your team are about to solve problems before they become big. What if I told you that you and your team are about to see potential before others do? How much do you think this would change your business? How much would this change your teams and their mindset and their production? See, the big problems we face today most likely never started out as big problems. They started out as small problems. And when they're not handled and developed, they grow into big problems. And any time that we are growing in anything, we're going to face some predictable problems. And we have to anticipate what those are. And we have to get in front of them before they actually become bigger problems. And the difference, in my opinion, between a good leader and a great leader is that a leader anticipates what's next. They solve problems before the problems actually become big. The reactionary leader says, I will solve the problem when I see it. The anticipatory leader says, I will solve a problem before it actually becomes a problem. And that is so vitally important for us to understand. I want to say it again. The reactionary leader says, I will solve the problem when I see it. 
The anticipatory leader says, I will solve a problem before it becomes a problem. See, it's time to see what would happen if you took a bold step and anticipate leading in the future. Not from where you're at, but from where you intend to go. See, we're about to get into three application points that I think are going to help you become a better anticipatory leader. But I want to give you all a word of caution before we get into these things. The more confident we are, the more likely we are to mess up the problem. If we think and have this mindset that we know it all, we're going to overlook some small details that will make bigger problems than what we're trying to resolve. So we have got to make sure that we stay humble because the more humble we are about predicting the future, the more we're going to be able to anticipate what's coming. So let's go ahead and dive into these three things so uh, we can do and become an anticipatory leader and move forward in solving problems and seeking potential ahead of the curve. So the first thing we want to talk about is the what. What are we going after? Going back to the quote that Ryan mentioned from Wayne Gretzky, he was anticipating where the puck would be and where it was going after that position to score. He was, in essence, assessing the situation at hand. And we need to see what is happening in our life, in our business, in our teams, in our organizations. We need to become very good, honestly assessing our current situation. And that all boils down to situational awareness. What is the true current state of your organization or your team or you? It's hard for us as leaders to accept when things aren't going well or they're off course because we're just naturally optimistic. But we must take a look at times at the reality of our current state. And so how in the world do we do this? Well, we have to analyze everything. This can sometimes seem daunting. It can seem uncomfortable. But in order to get to the next level, we must see where we are truly right now. We have to sit down and go over the numbers of your organization. Look at projections. Look at past history. Take a look at your teams. Go over each individual's performance. Are they performing to their greatest potential? Are they in the right place at the right time for maximum growth? See, when we take the time and we begin to analyze, we see things we never saw before or things we chose to simply ignore. And once this happens, we can't begin to get a grip on where the puck is currently at. This is important to know in order to anticipate where it's going. That's so good. That is so good. The what is so important. And I want to give you guys the number two here. The number two is the why. The why behind everything. And that's the second thing we begin to understand to better anticipate on what's ahead. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, the person who understands will always have a job. I love this quote by him. The person who understands will always have a job, but the person who knows why will always be in charge. 
So we've got the what that Jerry just mentioned there, and uh, now we're going into the why. And the why behind everything is going to put you in a position as a leader that you can take charge. Many people can figure out the how, but if you want to anticipate and become more effective as a leader, we must know the why behind everything. So going back to the what, let's formulate this real quick. Once we find out what's not working, we must find out why it's not working. And most of the time, it's not working because either lack of commitment or follow-through. You see, there's a dreaded P word of procrastination. And there's this book called Execution, and I highly recommend it. Larry Bosley and uh, Ram Charman uh, wrote this book. And and reading this uh, to work through and understand the why behind things not working to their best potential. Now, on the other hand, we've got to know. We've got to understand what is also working and why it's working. It's not just about the cons. We have to also understand the why when it comes to things that are actually working. In fact, I would actually recommend more focus on the why, on what's working, rather than not what's not working. And the reason behind that is, you know, if, if, if we... If, well, number one, if we bury our head in the sand and we say, well, I'm not going to pay attention to what's not working, that's not right. But if we focus on what's not working constantly, that's where we're going to put our attention and focus. But there are things that are great. There are things that are going to move us forward that are working. And if we can begin to refine those, you know, it's like the law of the lid from John Maxwell. You know, when, 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 we, when we look at what we're doing and we can find something that's doing well in it and we can focus on that and actually lift the lid on that, we are going to have a greater potential and greater outcome from that. So when it comes down to it, if you don't know why something is working and you don't know why it ends up not working, here's some things on how we can do to accomplish all of that and figuring that out. Um, if you've ever played um, games either in the car, driving somewhere on a long trip, or just with the family, there's this, there's this game called the 20-question game. And you get 20 questions to try to guess what somebody's thinking about, and it's really yes or no questions uh, in that format. Uh, and so I would I would say when it comes to finding out the the why behind behind what's either not working or what is working, play the game twenty questions and ask twenty questions regarding that what to find the why. And why do I say twenty questions? Because simply it's better than just asking three or four. I'm not saying literally ask twenty questions on it. I'm just saying. Ask more than just a few questions on it. Really dig deep into it because if we're really going to get to the bottom of the why and what's working or what's not working, we have to be willing to ask more questions than we actually think is necessary because it leads to different questions and different answers and opens up so many different things. And and these questions that you would ask, these are open-ended questions. And we're just absorbing the information as it presents itself. We're not trying to conform our bias to it. Another reason that we could ask questions is because often the question and the answer that we need lies beneath the question that we just asked. So continue to ask questions until you get that revelation. And what we think maybe the answer is is not really the answer. We're just trying to dig deep Uh, We're not trying to just get an answer to the symptom. We're trying to get a true prognosis when we go and dive into the why. That is really, really good, Ryan. I really, really love that. And, uh, you know, we're we're talking today and really trying to help people with uh, three things to become this anticipatory leader. And uh, we've talked about the what. Uh, You just did a great job covering the why. And so the third and final part of this that I want to cover is the where. And the, the 
The third thing is the where. And after you've discovered the what and the why, where does it need to go? This is all about where the puck is going to be. This is what separates good leaders from great and exceptional leaders. Good leaders can give the what and the why. The ones a cut above the rest are already where they need to be to receive the puck before anyone else even thinks about going there. And what we have to do is we've got to learn how to train our mind to what is happening, why it's happening, and then try and project where it's going to go. We're going to make mistakes along the way, okay? There's nothing wrong with mistakes. That's how you learn. But it's better to make some mistakes from taking action, progressing ahead, than try and take action to catch up. Sometimes the puck won't end up getting there, and I bet there were many times that Gretzky was in a position, but the puck didn't show up. But when it did, and he was ready, he looked better than anyone else on the ice, which is why he ended up being the greatest hockey player of all time. So as, as we wrap up this uh, podcast today, I want to review a couple of key points and give you a quick formula for success. In order for us to become a better leader, we must learn to anticipate things before others do in order to act on them. Our strategy is constantly diminishing. Even now as we speak and we just started a strategy this year, it's already beginning to diminish. The lifespan of what we're doing, it will not last forever and it's already going away. So staying in the same place and doing the same things can cost us dearly. So here are three things that will happen if we continue to do the exact same thing that we're doing. Number one, we're going to outgrow our current system and it's no longer going to be effective. Number two, we're going to stall out and lose ground that we'd already gained. And number three, systems will change and leave us behind and in the dark wondering what happened. And so how do we avoid not getting left behind and actually anticipate where things are heading? Well, number one, the what. Analyze everything around you to assess where you're currently at. The second thing is the why. Once you understand where you're at, find out why you've been there, whether positive or negative. And then the third one is the where. Once you know the what and the why of your current state, begin to make advancements through strategic planning and risk to put yourself in position ahead of everyone else. And you know, and here's one final thing that you can use to put yourself ahead of everyone else when it comes to being an anticipatory leader. When it comes to problems, we can either be solution-oriented or innovated. The good leader... We'll see a problem, react to it, and from that comes a solution. The exceptional leader will first anticipate, then the problem comes, and from that comes innovation. So if you were to look at it like a formula, the good leader will do this. Problem plus reaction equals solution. But a leader above the rest will take this approach. Anticipation plus the problem equals innovation. So let's begin to anticipate. So when problems come our way, we're already expecting them. We're ahead of the game. And from that, we can get past just solving them, but being innovative along the way. 
Remember this, we are leaders and we must anticipate where things are going. We're not scared of the future. We actually go out there and we create the future. Yes, let's go out there. Let's create this future ahead of us for not only ourselves, but those around us. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, once again, we want to hear from you guys. So if you have any questions that have popped up, I'm sure there's there's quite a few that maybe have popped up regarding being an anticipatory leader. If you have those questions, please contact us, ryan at elevateleaders.org. Um, send us that email. We'll get into some of your questions and answer them in our next podcast coming up. And we also appreciate you rating our podcast. Please do so if you have the time there. Please share this with others, and let's grow together to a greater future. <music>